Welcome back. Thank you for jumping on, tuning in. I I only took a week off, but it feels, I don't know, I sat down to record and I was like, what am I even doing? Why am I doing this? Do I know how to do this? Um, but you know, that's how I started this whole thing was just sitting down and saying, I'm going to figure it out along the way. So it's a very familiar feeling. Um, speaking of, okay, I had I can't even say I had. I have been going through a lot of different things, which it's actually why I needed to take last week off because nothing nothing bad is happening. Like everything is pretty good over here. You know, the normal highs and lows of single parenting and existing in this world with all of its crazy happenings and crazy people. But um, everything is good for the most part. I'm going to get that on record. But... There have just been a lot of changes happening. There's a lot of things that are shifting to make way for, you know, everything that I have been manifesting. Like everything I shared from last week's episode are things that I have put into practice that have worked for me and that I've seen work for me. And that's why I was so excited to share it. But this is kind of like the follow-up to... Um, manifesting into what happens because a lot of times we get this idea like okay I'm going to do everything the right way and then everything is just going to come in and it's going to be this beautiful smooth transition and it's going to be like I go from this happy thing to this better thing and it's all going to be hunky-dory. I don't know who actually uses that term anymore but I just did. Um, But for me anyway it has not been the case and what a lot of the like spiritual creators won't tell you is that there is often a separation process or a shedding process or a shadow period or an ego death like whatever terminology you want to give it there is often this kind of um letting go period and that is what I'm in the middle of right now but it sounds it can sound so like soft and gentle like oh i'm just gonna let go of these things and create space for what's coming in but in my experience and maybe it's just because i'm stubborn and i i like to learn my lessons the hard way i have rarely had things that i actually want come in without going out kicking and screaming because of all of the ways that i am asked to let go And what I really want this message to be is that in order for what you want, for everything you're manifesting, everything you're working towards, in order for those things to come in, they have to have space. They have to have a an energetic field to exist in. If you are saying that you want I use relationships a lot, but it's just like, it's always the easiest thing that comes to mind because it's so universal. If you're saying that you want a relationship or like better, more connected friendships or better relationship with your family or your kids or whatever it may be, but your space is filled with all of the things that currently don't reflect that, there is no room for those things to come in. It's just like if... And um, I'm going to expose myself a little bit here with this one. But 
my generation is is and has been very much into like the hookup culture of things and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with casually hooking up as long as you're doing it as like a casual fun thing and not in the space of distraction or avoiding something you don't want to deal with it it really can be okay i'm not going to sit here and shame anything my personal experience was when i was sitting in that space of being involved in like the hookup culture i told myself that it was it was fine it was casual like i'm just a really sexual person i just i just need to do these things because that's how i'm hardwired but i was also sitting there telling all my friends that i really wanted a relationship i really wanted a healthy loving stable relationship yet i wasn't reflecting that with my actions i was constantly filling that space with people that i was using and people that were using me and i was telling myself that it was all from a place of just like wanting to be free or wanting to express myself or wanting to feel like i was i was young and empowered and i think some of those elements were true nothing is ever really that black and white but there were deeper issues where i was using it as a distraction i was using it as a way to feel validated and going even deeper i was using it as a way to feel like i had the upper hand and i had the power because if i went in if they wanted me and I wanted them and I went in and I set the boundaries of like this is casual it doesn't mean anything no one stays the night we don't talk about personal things outside of this like I was I was brutal with it I had such strict boundaries that I set where I was like this doesn't get personal we don't talk about our families we don't talk about our jobs we don't talk about anything that's going on in our lives we just you know, have fun and ignore each other until we want to do this again. By me setting those boundaries and those standards of how I wanted it to go, I was trying to be the one that was more detached so I so that I didn't get hurt. I figured if I set the detachment early on, even if it was something they didn't want, even if they actually wanted to pursue like a real connection, that I wouldn't be hurt but that was a tactic it was something that i learned through experience like oh if i am the avoidant one first and i keep these walls up and i don't ever let anyone get close to me then i can't get hurt if i don't ever have any expectations for them to be anything other than this box that i put them in then i can't be hurt and at first i really thought i was enjoying it i thought i was having fun i thought i was just being free and i thought that I, you know, I was sheltered for so long and then I immediately got married right after being sheltered for my whole life and then I was into that and like I felt like it was finally my first time to have freedom but instead of using that freedom to honor myself and to sit alone with myself, I used it to try and feel like I had an upper hand and like I had the power because I had felt disempowered for so long and I know that goes really deep and this is the, the, part of the story where we skip all of the other stuff and I just tell you that you know over time the more I did this hooking up with people felt so empty and so unfulfilling and I just I had to stop because I was so over it being the same feeling every single time after I left 
it was the same feeling with every single person like okay well I don't really feel better I actually feel more empty I feel more um invalidated I feel more I feel more unmotivated I feel used and I was sitting here telling myself that I wasn't and that I was happy and that I was fine but that wasn't the case and I share all of that because that time period where I was saying that that was what I wanted was the same time period that I just so deeply wanted a relationship. I so deeply wanted this like unconditional love and I wanted it to be with the right person and I wanted it to be someone who just got me and understood me and, and saw me for who I was and didn't just see me as this like pretty anomaly that is up on the shelf but then as soon as she has a flaw she's useless like I I wanted someone real while I was also allowing space for all of these things that weren't and that was my first lesson in how to get what you actually want and uh it was harsh <laughs> it was really harsh because I had to look at it and say okay I have so many people occupying space all the time and this is like this is really vulnerable for me to share this because for me it was it was almost like I couldn't get away from always having somebody in some sort of romantic space in my life because I wouldn't even I wouldn't pursue anyone I would just kind of exist and people would find me because I was open or because I thought I would give, you know, whoever a chance because maybe they're it. Like I was so open to all of it that people were just receptive to that. Men were receptive to it. They were, they pursued me and then I would go on a date and then it would either become something or become nothing. But I never really took time to create space for someone to actually come in and get to know me. I, I just constantly filled it. If I was single, you know, I had like a hookup buddy or um, I would go on dates and then that would be kind of a thing where we were talking for like a week or two and then somebody would do something and then I would dip or they would leave or whatever it was and then I would find myself in another relationship and I tried to fit those people that I was getting into relationships with in a box that they didn't belong in. I tried to lie to myself and say like, oh, this person is all of these things when I knew, I knew that they weren't. Every single person that I have dated, I put in a box that wasn't made for them. I put them in this standard and lied to myself and said it was everything I wanted and it was so far from the truth and I really had to question that like why do I need to fill this space so much and I came to that I really don't trust that I'm worthy of the things that I want but even more so I don't trust myself. I don't trust that if I'm just patient and I make the space for this incredible, beautiful partnership that I say I want, that it'll come in. And I don't trust that I'm good enough for it. And that was where I really had to do a lot of that shadow work on myself 
to understand why I thought that way. Why don't I think I'm worthy? Like on the surface, yeah, I would tell everyone, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. I would check all the qualities that I was that were plain to see. And then I would say, so because I'm those things, I deserve this thing that I want. I deserve this person. I deserve this kind of relationship. I deserve this partnership. But I would end up finding myself in situations where I didn't I didn't have people that valued me because I didn't value myself. I did not value myself enough to know that if I stayed patient and just did the work on myself and and let people see me, not just the shiny outer version of me, but just like let someone actually see me, that they would come in and that I would have what I wanted. I was so obsessed with this feeling of feeling wanted and not feeling like I was ever alone that I never had space for anyone to come in. I was constantly filling it with all the things that I didn't want. And with whatever you're manifesting, whether it's a person or a job or a house or a car, I mean, obviously, like I know there are certain things you, you know, need to get by. I'm not saying to sell your house and go be homeless and be like, all right, well, I have space for a new home to come in. That's, that's not okay. Obviously there's, there's different scenarios where it works for you to create actual physical space for the things you want. But it, it was a big eye opener to me for the things that I was avoiding within myself. And when I met my current partner who I have now, he even said like, you presented yourself to be this, you know, beautiful, shiny thing. But I knew the night that I met you, I knew there was a person in there and I just wanted to meet her because I really thought that it could be something. And at the time, neither one of us thought that we would end up in a relationship together, but he was really persistent, like annoyingly persistent. Like he was texting me once a week and calling me and he asked, he was like, let's go for coffee. And I was like, oh, no, no, I don't do coffee. That's too intimate. While actually wanting a relationship, it was it was very, very backwards. But thank God um, I met someone as stubborn as me. But it wasn't until I just decided that I was gonna get really good. Like I almost made a challenge for myself. I'm gonna get really good at letting things go. I'm going to get really good at being detached from the outcome. I'm going to get really good at just trusting that everything that I want is already mine. It's already mine. It already belongs to me. It already has my name on it. And I know I'm going to have it. I just, I had to get better and I had to do so much work at having this blind faith and you can say it's blind faith in god or blind faith in the universe or whatever you want to call it but really what it all comes back to is blind faith and trust within yourself because if you're sitting here denying that you're not going to get what you want and you're saying that you will settle for second best then you're really not trusting yourself to be able to have the things that you want. You're really not valuing yourself enough to say, I deserve this. I deserve the best of the best. It all, guys, this, this is like something that I just wish every single person could get. 
that took me a long time to get. This took me so long to really integrate and embody into myself is that it all comes back to you and how you feel about yourself. That's why developing not just self-confidence, but like a radical deep self-love is so important. It's so vital to having the life that you want, to getting everything you want, to being happy and fulfilled. It all comes back to you and how much you love yourself and how well you love yourself and how much you accept yourself. Even the parts that you don't necessarily like. We all have that. That is what shadow work is all about. It's about knowing the the parts of you that you want to deny and showing them love and acceptance anyway just like you would if you have a child and they they stole i don't know what's something innocent that kids do (laughs) if your kid came in and said that they stole a cookie off the counter because mine are definitely guilty of that would you shame them and tell them that they're worthless and they're awful people and they're thieves and they're liars and they're all of these bad things. Would you shame them? Or would you say, listen, that's not the way that we should behave, but I still love you. I still accept you. You wouldn't throw your child out in the cold for screwing up or doing something that's not in alignment with who they're supposed to be. So why do you do it with yourself? Why do you not allow yourself to accept the parts of yourself that are just hurting? Just know how to behave in a certain way. Just were taught to do something and never really rewired those pathways in their brain. Why, why do you shame yourself so much? Why don't you just try accepting and loving yourself and see where that gets you? See how much your life starts to change when instead of looking at your shadow parts with shame and anger and guilt and frustration, you start looking at them with love and acceptance and understanding. Ask yourself questions. Ask yourself, why do I do this? Why do I do this thing? Why do I shut people out? Why do I push people away? Why do I doubt myself? Why do I carry so much imposter syndrome and self-doubt? Why do I feel like I'm not going to get this thing? Or why do I feel like I'm not good enough? Why do I feel that I'm not worthy? Ask yourself these questions and just see what comes up. Get curious about yourself and who you are and why you do things you do because that is the first step to really understanding who you are and understanding how to live as your most authentic self. It's all parts of you. It's not just the happy, good parts about yourself that you would want to put down on a resume. It's everything. It's important, but it doesn't mean that it's easy. It's it's a lot to change your way of thinking. It's a lot to retrain your brain when you've known yourself to be a certain way the whole time or your family or your coaches or your friends or your siblings taught you to be a certain way. It's hard to undo that. I see you, dude, I'm in this with you. I'm undoing a lot of stuff still. It's it's always a work in progress to rewire your brain to think more with love and confidence and acceptance instead of shame and guilt and hatred. But you do these things because you know you deserve better. 
you know you deserve to live in full acceptance of yourself and that's where you're going to start to see all the things you want come in when you can trust yourself and you can let go of what's not aligned let let go of the stuff you know you need to let go of you know what's interesting i knew that i was living really out of alignment um it was around this time last year like it wasn't even that long ago i just feel I feel like my whole life just turned upside down in the past year for the best. But at the time, I remember I was sitting on the floor of my room because that's what I do when I'm really upset. I sit on the floor and I'm super dramatic and I'll just like cry or meditate or whatever it is. And I was sitting on the floor and I remember saying out loud, talking to the universe, and I said, get everything out of my life that is not aligned. I was so tired of having like what kind of seemed to look like what I wanted, but it was a mirage. It was an illusion. It wasn't even remotely close. It just kind of looked like it might be. And then I forced it to seem like it was the relationships, the jobs, the lifestyle, the friends, like I made everything look like I had the life that I wanted because I was so desperate for it and I got fed up and I threw my hands up and I said get everything out of my life that is not aligned with my highest self and I'm going to warn you before you say that be ready be ready for what comes next because my whole world flipped completely upside down I thought that I was in a, a decent relationship. I mean, I was so delusional and, and you know, abused. I couldn't understand why everyone hated him. And I just thought that nobody saw the real him. And I was the only one. Like, it was so narcissistic. But I found out that he was cheating on me that very week that I said that. And then my job started to go south. And... Um, things with my ex-husband got so bad and then I started to have problems with friendships of mine and it was literally almost every major area of my life was like <laughs> all right here's all the things that aren't aligned with your highest self see ya and I was scrambling I was freaking out I was in such a low place but I let everything go because as soon as I said that and I saw the reality of all of the things that were in my life that I knew weren't aligned, I knew there were friends that I had that I knew were not my real friends that didn't really want to love me, that didn't really want to celebrate me, that didn't really have my best interests at heart. They just looked like it and it, it looked like it on social media and it looked like we were really close, but something about them always made me uneasy when I was around. And it wasn't that they were bad people. It wasn't that they were trying to like sabotage me or bring me down, but I just knew that there was some kind of underlying jealousy or competition there. And I didn't want that. I didn't want that in my friendships. So a bunch of those went, my relationship went, I was not my job went south like it was i felt so alone because there were so many things in my life that i had to let go of before i could get the things that i actually wanted that would make me feel fulfilled and 
if all of that hadn't happened, if I hadn't made that space and gotten rid of everything, <clears throat> definitely the hard way. If I hadn't gotten rid of all of that shit that was just not aligned with what I actually wanted, then I wouldn't be stepping into the greatest season of my life right now. I wouldn't be even remotely the same person I am today. Once I cleared all of that out, I started asking myself, why did you even pick that to begin with? Why did you look at these, these piles of fool's gold and say, this is what I want. It's worthless, but it, it just looks pretty on the outside. Why did I accept that? Why didn't I, I set the standard for the real thing? Why didn't I wait for the real thing? And once I started asking myself those questions, that's when all the work began. I thought that I just had daddy issues, but like the mommy issues were galore too. And it wasn't until I got alone and started asking myself why I would choose toxic, narcissistic, codependent partners or jobs that were super like image focused or friends that made me look really good to everyone else, but I didn't actually feel good when I was with them. When I started looking at why I chose and accepted all of those things, it was because I, I realized I was recreating all these childhood wounds where I had never really healed. It was because I was recreating all of these childhood wounds that I'd never really dealt with. And when you have trauma that you leave unresolved, that you just bury down and you say, if I ignore it, it won't affect me. <laughs> I promise you, your subconscious, your psyche, the whole time is just trying to replay it. It's not always instant. It's not always throughout your whole life, but that is what happens. If you don't deal with your stuff, it's gonna show up in one form or another. You can't just bury it and expect that it's gonna go away. That is not how the body works. That's not how the mind works. Do yourself a favor and just start start peeling back the layers a little bit. You'll be really curious to what you find. But once you see it for what it is and once you can just accept it, like I've, I realized that I picked partners that I had to take care of that were dependent on me because that was how my childhood was growing up. I was the parent. I was the adult in the situation and I so desperately just wanted to be a kid. I just wanted to be able to be myself and be loved unconditionally and be valued and cherished and praised not for what I could do or how much I could keep the peace by managing everyone's trauma for them, but just by being me. And that was my entire life last year was all image and how I could make it appear pretty, how I could make it look like I was really happy with this person when the whole time I knew that there were so many things wrong with them, that they were not good for me, that they didn't love me, value me, respect me, cherish me, that they just used me. It felt so familiar to be in that place because I wasn't ready to let it go. And once I cleared out all of that space, the things that I actually wanted that felt like the real me, that felt like what I really wanted that felt like the most authentic, true form of myself that I'd ever taken. 
they started to come in. And it started with my relationship. And I didn't believe it. I did not believe for so long that this person was was it because I was so used to taking these <laughs> these people that I was not aligned with and painting on them and making them look like they were that when I actually met somebody that I was aligned with I I questioned everything. I don't know if anyone else has done this, but I would take people that I knew were not treating me well and wouldn't question anything. My philosophy with them was, if I never look, it's not happening. If I never acknowledge it, it's not real. Versus the person who has never made me question everything, I have grilled him and been like, because it it feels too good to be true. Guys, I am still, still to this day, daily working through feeling unworthy. And it was really bad when we first met because I was deep in it. I was still deep in the work and I was so frustrated because I was like, I am not ready for a relationship right now. I just got out of one. I need like a good year or two by myself. I just want to be alone. I just want to be avoidant. I want to be totally by myself and fix myself up all pretty and perfect. And then I can find someone and the universe said, no, bitch, um, here's your person you are going to learn how to show somebody that you're not perfect and they're going to love you through it. They're going to accept you through it. They're going to hold you while you have full-blown panic attacks and show you that you deserve love, even when you're not perfect. But it was hard. It was really hard to accept what I wanted when I got it because it didn't come in the way I thought it would. I thought that I was going to get what I wanted when I was already worthy of it. When I felt like I would be worthy of it. When I felt like I was good enough to deserve it. And a lot of the things came when I was at a low place. That was my lesson, was that you don't have to be perfect to start getting what you want. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be open and accept. And at that point, I at least saw what all of my shadow parts were. I at least saw all of the traits that I had so that I wouldn't continuously hurt somebody who didn't deserve it because of all of the hurt that I had endured. I didn't want to put that on someone else. But when you're conscious of it, it takes so much of the power away doesn't mean that when you're conscious of it, it's never going to happen again. But every time you acknowledge, this is just a trauma response. It takes so much of its power away. When it's not, you know it's not actually you. You know that you don't actually feel that way. It can sometimes feel like it's you. But so many times I will look at what I'm doing and just know... This is just this is just a trauma response again. I'm just undoing it. I'm just creating those new pathways. I'm creating the new pathways that are rooted in healthy, loving, stable connections and not fight, flight, or fear. Or fawn, I think is the other one. But when you can see it and you can let the things that aren't aligned go, that's when you start to create that space. That's when what you want can come in. And I'm going to let you in on the secret. You're going to be really surprised 
at some of the things that fall away. You're going to be really hurt by some of the things that fall away. I still, I still lose people. I still lose situations. I still lose things that I thought would be my stability and my security. But it's not always a loss and it's not always forever. If something is meant to be in your life, then it will come. Whether it comes back or comes in a different form. But when you practice the detachment and you let things fall away, it either means that you're not ready to hold it or it is not for you. And that's okay. Not everything is for you. Not everything is something that you should have. Not everyone should have access to you. Not everyone is meant to stay together forever. I have so many lessons <laughs> in the past that I thought would be there forever. I did not get married and think that he was going to be a lesson. I did not get married thinking that it was a trauma response. I did not enter any relationship or take any job or go through any stage of my life thinking that it was going to end. And it did because it wasn't for me. It was what I was trying to force to be this picture-perfect image that I had created in my little delusional fantasy land where if I look good enough on the outside, then I'm good enough on the inside. And that has probably been one of the hardest things to undo. It's still a practice. It's still a practice to sit here and share everything vulnerable and open and show these things and show these parts of myself and show that I cry and I have a hard time and I go through struggles and I have questions and I ask myself, why is this happening or what am I supposed to learn from this? But it becomes so much easier when you believe that everything is working out for you. Everything that happens is happening for you. Everything that you're going through is leading you to something greater. I promise it is. Even in the hardest times where you're you're letting everything go and you're wondering what the hell is happening? Why is my entire life turning upside down? You know it's working out for better. You know it is working out for the best. I can promise you it is. Even when you don't see it. Even when it seems like it's the worst possible thing that could ever happen to you. You have survived. You have made it through every single one of your worst days. So why would that stop now? There isn't a single thing that you haven't overcome. You're still listening. Obviously, you're still here. You're still able to listen to this. And if you're listening to this, it means that you value yourself enough to try to listen to other perspectives and shift your mindset into better things. That means you care about yourself. That means you value yourself. You're still here. You're still doing really well. If somebody hasn't told you that recently, please let me be the first one to do it. You're doing so much better than you think. And there are so many people, even when you don't know it, that are really proud of you. And you should be proud of yourself for making it through everything that tried to take you down. You should be so proud of yourself for getting through all of that. I know it wasn't easy. 
I know there are times that you questioned what was happening and you felt so low and your heart was breaking and you were shattered and you were questioning everything, questioning what you did to deserve it, questioning why it's happening, questioning why you and it seems like everyone else is doing great. Why are all of these things happening to you? And I promise you, all of it is happening for you. And the hard moments are there so that you can appreciate the good moments when they come. The hard moments are there to remind you how beautiful it is. Without the contrast between the highs and the lows, life would be so boring. I mean, honestly, think about it. I know no one likes to struggle but if everything was perfect all the time, if you were always just super happy and everything worked out for you and everything was beautiful and you never lost anyone and you got it right every time and everyone was like that, it would be so boring. There would be no, it wouldn't be life. We would be robots. Without the juxtaposition of the really, really, really great moments, and the really, really, really awful moments that you don't think you're gonna make it through, you wouldn't appreciate it. I, I remember when my therapist said that to me once. She said, oh, Sarah, if you were perfect all the time, how boring would that be? And I think about it now, every time I'm going through something that's hard or I'm having a bad day or just feeling off, like whatever it may be, I think about that and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> if I didn't have this thing right now, if I wasn't feeling bad, if I didn't have a bad day, I wouldn't appreciate how amazing the good times are. And I know that's kind of like a sad way to think. That's what people who are depressed say, but it's really true. It's really true. You can appreciate the good things so much more when you have them because you know what's on the reverse of it. I can appreciate having somebody that just loves me like really 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 loves me and pours into me and goes out of his way and it shows up in the little ways and the big ways because i had the worst kind of uh dynamic before that people called love that was not love at all did i deserve it no not at all didn't deserve any of that treatment does it actually make me more grateful that I have what I have now? And do I value him more and talk to him and tell him that I appreciate him and I respect him and I love him and all those things? Yeah, I do it all the time because I know what's on the reverse of it. Start looking at all of the challenging times you have as life working for you to give you everything you want because without the release of all the things that are not meant for you anymore or were never meant for you, then you can't have the new. You can't have all the things you want. There has to be space for it. Learn how to let it go. Let people go. It doesn't say anything about how worthy you are of relationships. Let friendships go. It doesn't reflect on how much people like you or don't like you. And also it doesn't matter if people like you or don't like you. You are so valuable outside of that. Let that situation that you're thinking of right now that you know is not aligned with you, let it go and watch what can take its place. You'll know. You'll know when it's the right thing. You'll know when it's good enough because you deserve that. 
You deserve what you know is the best for you. You deserve that thing that you know is meant for you. Don't settle for anything less than that. Just let all the other stuff go and watch what comes in. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week. If this helped you, please send it to someone, share it, post it, whatever you might feel inspired to do. I would really appreciate it. And I hope that you have an amazing, beautiful, lovely week.